It's the Midwest Connection. We keep the streets on smash. It's the Midwest Connection. We keep the streets on smash. Everything's taken care What's up, everybody? What's up, man? I don't know what's up with the intro or what's going on, but y'all already know what it is, man. This is the Connects Radio Show. Y'all know what y'all here for. Y'all here to get connected with the hottest artists, with the newest unsigned uh, uh, independent music, man, and some of the dopest shit on the internet. You know where to go for that. You tap in with me, your man Uncanny, and that's exactly what we're going to do. We're going to bring y'all another one of the burgeoning artists, one of the artists making their way through the scene right now. All the way from Vegas. This is Miss Carolyn Scott. What's up? Hey, what's up, y'all? Chilling, man. How you feeling? I'm good. I'm good. Honored to have you here on the show. Uh, so, talk to me. How did you get your journey started in music? Well, I started in church, like most singers do. <laughs> I started in church and just was always loud. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so starting in church, obviously you started when you was real young, kind of tell how did that go? Yeah, well, I started in the angel choir when I was four years old. So wow. yeah, that's that's how it started, all the way in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I'm actually from Milwaukee. Shout okay. out, home of the foe. <laughs> okay. And um, that's when it started. It started from church. Nice, nice. And you said all the way from Milwaukee, man, so you got Midwest roots. Talk to us. I do. A little bit about how being from the Midwest now living in Vegas is influenced your style. Say that again. Talk to us about how being from Vegas is kind of uh, being from the Midwest originally and now residing in Vegas. Talk to us about how that kind of influenced your musical style. Well, you know what? Um, I would say. I wouldn't say it influenced my musical style because I I didn't move to Las Vegas. I was already 21. So okay. um, it didn't influence my musical style. I would say it leveled up my professionalism. Sure. Mm -hmm. okay. Las Vegas definitely leveled up my professionalism. I only know how to be a professional. I only accept stellar performances. I only give stellar performances. <laughs> okay. Okay, so those stellar performances. Talk to us about some of the stages you've hit and some of the artists you've kind of worked with and opened for. Well, I just got done opening up for Michelle A. Uh, I think that was last month. Wow. Um, I've done I've done major stages. I've done Summerfest. Summerfest is the largest music stage in the United States. Uh, I did Summerfest. Yeah. I think that was last year. I currently, um, right now, I currently sing the national anthem for the Las Vegas Aces, and oh, uh, wow. um, yeah, I'm, uh, I have my paperwork getting ready for the Bucks, so I'll be headed toward the NBA soon. Uh, wow. I'm always moving and grooving. I'll be uh, performing main stage at the C2 TV Awards in Hollywood, California, December 16th. So I'm always moving and grooving. 
She said, always oh, moving. I'm technically, and I'm technically working right now. Don't judge me. Look what I'm doing, y'all. Get to it. Get to it. I see. I see. <laughs> Well, it's cool. We appreciate you making a little time for us. You know what I mean? And, uh, no, I appreciate you making time. I'm for me. Who... I always make time for the Connect Radio. I appreciate that, man. So, being somebody who's always moving and grooving and hitting stages, where would you say you've gotten the most love so far? All of them. Uh. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> okay. Okay, I can do that. Before I never crowds, I can get it I've never got booed ever in my life, and I will never ever let you boo me. <laughs> okay, okay, and that's something to stand on because obviously every artist doesn't have that same story. So no, that's that's definitely dope. Being a performer, a high level performer for a long time, what is some advice you would give somebody who maybe isn't as professional as you, or how would you, you know, what would you tell artists that are trying to get where you are? I would tell them to stay stay consistent and learn the business. That's all it takes. That's all it takes, honestly. Stay consistent, learn the business. Um, don't depend on your friends to support you because those are your friends. Those aren't your fans. Um, always remember why you started in this business. When, when times get tough and you want to give up, you just got to be like, hey, I didn't start this. Because that person right there, I wanted their attention. Nah, I didn't start this because, you know what I mean? You didn't even know that person when you started. You didn't. You weren't even in this situation when you started. So you always have to venture back to the moment that made you say, I'm going to do this. I'm about to do this. For sure. <laughs> for sure. And so what was that moment for you? When did you know that you wanted to do this as a profession? You know what? It's crazy. But representation is everything, right? So I was actually in an orphanage. I was in an orphanage. I kind of grew up, we had a rough childhood. And I was watching Fantasia win American Idol. And that is when I said, you can do this, Carolyn. If she can do it, I know damn well you can. And that's when I decided to do it. Okay. So that's a full table. I, I think everybody, hold on, wait, baby, because you're muffling. I can't really hear what you're saying. Okay. No, you said that the same thing is the check off thing for you. Wait, I can't. It's coming through. Hold on. It's coming through like really. Like, yeah. better yes that's a lot better can you hear me better yes ma'am everything sounds good this way yeah as long as i just want to make sure it sounded good um no so you said fantasia was kind of the jumping point where you knew you wanted to do it to do it professionally you remember what your first single was the first song you went and recorded like this is the one I remember my first song I recorded. I wouldn't say that was the one. <laughs> I would right, say, right. I would say that I was popping. 
My first okay. song was okay. And I would say that um, the first record I released, I actually put money behind and actually said, hey, this is my single. This one I'm going to put out. Definitely was a hit because I still get asked to sing it to this day. Nice. And what song is that? Stay. Stay. Okay. Come so what's stay. kind of the background on that? Talk to me about the song. I don't, I don't have it and I haven't heard it. So introduce it to me. Uncanny. I'm a cancer. I'm emotional. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So I wrote that song in my bathroom on the floor crying in like 15 minutes. Really? And those be no, the most I was, powerful I was, I was ones. So <laughs> those be the most powerful ones. And I still get asked to sing that song to this day. I kid you not. I kid you not. No, People still love that's that song. That's my mother's favorite song. Out of all of my music, that's my mother's favorite song. She literally was literally just talking to me about it like two days ago. See? It's crazy. I'm telling you, them be the ones that the most emo the more emotion you can capture and turn into sound waves, the more people draw to it, gravitate to it, and it creates timeless music. So you have a new song out. Kind of introduce me to the new song and we're gonna play it because it seems like a lot different than that stay song. Uh yeah, because I got tired. <laughs> <laughs> uh Kenny, I got tired of being tired. Okay. And I, I wrote that. this song. And I was in my feelings again because I'm a cancer. So what? And I wrote this song and it's just, it's everything bottled up, honey. Women, women have so much bottled up that we are not allowed to release because we're looked at as being angry. We're looked at as being problematic. We looked at as being all this extra stuff. So we hold it in and just go about our lives like nothing is wrong. And I just got tired of it. I got. I hear you. I Straight hear up, you. I'm, I, I got you. tired of being tired, and I wrote a song about it. One here, here it go. <laughs> here it go. World premiere, tired, right here on the Connects Radio Show. Yes. I'm tired of being tired. I'm tired. I'm tired of being tired. I'm 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 tired. Trying to make it work. I'm tired. Covering up your dirt. I'm tired. I keep losing myself. I'm tired. Talking from my head. I'm tired. Out of disrespect. I'm tired. Forgiving your neglect. I'm tired of being tired. I'm tired. I'm tired of being tired. I'm tired. For no reason, I gotta feel it. I'm tired. Put the script on me. I'm tired. I'm trying to make it work. I'm tired. Feeling I ain't good enough. I'm tired. You living me at home. I'm tired. I'm trying to be so strong. I'm tired. Up and down good times. I'm tired. The back and forth pride fights. I'm tired. You're making it all my fault. I'm tired. You're listening when I wanna talk. I'm tired. Are you thinking I'm dumb? I'm tired. Of being numb. I'm tired. 
I'm tired of being tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired of being tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. I sure the hell was. <laughs> I heard that. That's real right there. And, and a lot sure of people don't was. express those. Yeah. A lot of people don't express their, their emotions or be that vulnerable on a track. And it sounds like that's something you do kind of often. Talk to us about being that vulnerable and that honest in your music. Well, there's levels to this shit, uncanny. <laughs> there's levels to this shit. And yeah, it took a while. It's not something you can wake up and do overnight. I promise to God it's not because I'm going to tell you like this. Their songs. Well, actually, wow. Now that I think about it, look at you bringing up something. Okay. Now that I think about it, my first song, mm -hmm. Stay, and that song, Tired, I was like in my house crying for like two months trying to perform it. <laughs> before wow. I could like release it, you know what I mean? Because as an artist, you know that you're gonna have to perform this one day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I try to prepare myself at home, like Carolyn, knock the emotions out, sing the song, knock the emotions out, sing the song. But I can't because I'm a cancer. <laughs> I got it. I get it. But it comes out in my shows, and that's yeah. why I have ride or die fans because they know I'm for real and they know I'm serious. Okay. And, and your fans, <laughs> talk to us about talk to us about that building with your fans and knowing that you know you said you got ride or die fans. Talk to us about how you connect so well with the fans. Um, I've connected with my friend my fans over the past 12 years. So let's start there. I look whoa, what happened? Sorry, my phone's tripping. <laughs> but I've connected with my fans over the past 12 years. And I started doing that just by being a real person, just by walking up to them, talking to them. Hey, what's up? I'm Carolyn Scott. This is my record. This is what I'm doing. This is where I'm at. This is where I'll be performing at. Could you follow me here? You know, just shaking hands and yeah. just meeting people and not being afraid to um, to respect other people's talents. I've yeah. went out. I've went out to shows and supported when I was not on the bill. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. It takes it takes rubbing elbows and shaking hands. That's a real yeah. thing because it if 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 you can do it by yourself, your dream ain't big enough. Mm, that's powerful. If you that's can powerful. do it by yourself, sweetie, you're not even nothing for me to worry about because you down here. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't sure. your team hasn't elevated you to here. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody plays a part. Everybody on the football field ain't the quarterback. Facts. These are facts. Everybody's not the quarterback. And I'm and I'm gonna tell you something. I'm gonna tell you something to the artists that might are listening to me. Don't get discouraged if you see managers in your town signing artists that you know ain't shit. <laughs> right here. Talk, talk, talk. Don't get discouraged, baby. Don't get discouraged. You keep hustling. 
you keep grinding. And when the bill <laughs> comes, when the time comes for them to pay somebody, they're going to pay the one that's been in their face the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. Always remember that. Keep grinding. Don't ever get jealous. Don't ever feel no type of way like you're not being seen. Because, baby, I promise you, you are. I promise yeah. you, you are. And I've learned something. Tap into more than just your race. Yeah. 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 I had a sold-out sold Billie Holiday biography show out here, and I promise you it was maybe five Black people in the entire room. Do you hear mm. me? So you need to market to other races and not just your own. And a lot of Black people only talk to Black people, and that's a problem in our community, you, it, music community. Because, honey, listen, let me meet a Selena. Let me meet a, a Selena, baby. We're going to be... I We're going to be that. in there together, okay? Let me meet the next Selena. Don't play. Yes, <laughs> I am going to well, love her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so talk to us about that. So, so being that. in Vegas, obviously, I've offered some different opportunities than Milwaukee would have offered. Mm -hmm. Being in the Midwest would have offered. So doing a Billy Holiday tribute show is something that you can do in Vegas that you might not have been able to get away with in another market. So talk I'll to me about you. that and, and, and how the entertainment scene is in Vegas. I promise you, I didn't know anything about theater until I got here. And mm. to say that is not saying that Milwaukee didn't have a theater. Okay, I... Right. Not saying that Milwaukee didn't have a theater. It's saying that the can close for a The kids in my community didn't know about it. The kids in my community weren't even allowed, literally didn't know about it. Yeah. I've been singing all my life, and I didn't know anything about theater, stage, drama, the fact that I could be a part of it until I moved to Vegas. Wow. And it was like, damn, like my whole life, I just watched it on TV. Like, oh, that's pretty cool. Just watched yeah. it on TV, <laughs> you know? And then yeah. I came here, and I was like, I saw the first show. I saw Vegas, the show. And I was like, Nana, because my granny took me. I said, like, Nana, I can do that. And she was like, I yeah. know you can. That's why I brought you. Yeah. That's lovely. That's dope to have familial support like that. My baby, my granny. Listen, my grandmother is 85 years old. And when I tell you she still comes to my shows and sits right there with my friends and they all respect her. Yeah, that's love. This woman that's be love. out later than me. We live in Vegas, right? This woman, <laughs> 85 years old, be out in the casinos later than me. <laughs> I heard that. Granny be getting it. I heard that. That's so what's I got up, a long man. life ahead. Yeah. <laughs> So talk to us about that. You you kind of, you know, picked up on the theater and started building a name. So talk to us about kind of grinding the, the Vegas scene because we still have yet to have an artist that kind of is native to Vegas blow. So talk to me about that. Okay. Give me one second. Yeah. So... Being that I am, I have been in Las Vegas for the past twelve years. Um, I was, I wouldn't even say was it twelve, maybe long, who knows? But I've been in Vegas for a while, and being in Las Vegas, you learn very fast that nobody cares about your feelings. It's about getting the job done. Yeah. If your mother dies tomorrow, sweetheart, and you have a show the next day, still got to show up. Yeah. That is the hard side about the music industry that people don't realize. Um, 
me moving away from my family. I've missed my nieces and nephews grow up. But when they right. come here, they think I'm rich auntie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm rich auntie. <laughs> oh, but I mean, being in a Vegas scene, I want to make sure I'm addressing your question directly. So ask it again. Sure. I, what's it like kind of navigating the scene? We haven't really had an, an artist from Vegas or that calls Vegas home make it yet. So well, or, because you're on, the national, on the national side. Well, Dizzy so Wright is like? from Vegas. Dizzy Wright well, came from Vegas. Dizzy Wright. Okay. Okay. You're right. And I had Dizzy on the show. You absolutely right. He did come from Vegas. Uh, you got Carolyn Scott. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> and um, the thing is, in Las Vegas, you're fighting against the strip here. Yeah. You're fighting against the strip and the, you're fighting against the billions and millions of dollars of marketing that they put into hiring whatever famous act is out that day. So right. if you are, um, you know, you're fighting against that, you just got to hit the grain. You just really got to hit the ground running and you really got to get your music out there. You really got to just fight for it. Like Las Vegas taught me to fight for it. Yeah. You can't, you can't be. You can't, excuse me, you can't expect me to believe in you more than you believe in you. Mm, talk, talk. You can't expect me to believe in you more than you believe in you. Um, and I'm going to tell you some real shit. Yeah. God broke me down, right? I had got, I think I had got like, I had like lost my job or something. Something happened when I first went out here. And I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to try it. So I went on the, on the strip to sell my CDs. I was like, I'm just going to try it. Bruh, I was making $200 an hour. Selling CDs. Selling my CDs. I said, well, look at God. Hold on. Where has this been? I didn't know nothing about this. Right. And I got to shout out the New York brothers. Shout out the New York brothers because they taught me how to hustle out there, how to get that $200 for them CDs. Shout yeah. out the New York brothers. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. No, the grind is real. The grind That's is That's what real. it takes, man. That's what it takes. I'm going to tell you something else because I'm actually the entertainer of the year here in Las Vegas. So I fall all wow. the way up. I fall all the way up. So <laughs> uh, I'm going to tell you how that worked. I actually had to fight. I had to fight to get paid here because wow. as a, yeah, yeah. I had to fight to get paid because as local talent, a lot of the talent in Las Vegas is only paid to do cover shows. You're only paid to sing somebody else's shit. Wow. I was one of the first female artists in this town to get paid to sing my own music. Mm, that's my big. Own songs. And still to this day, I get paid to sing my own songs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because that's what that's I went big. around doing. I went to all the open mics. I did all the free work. I did the footwork for about three years. I did everything yeah. so that people know my name and so that you cannot mistake my name. Yeah, and then I said, "Where's the bag?" <laughs> right, right. And I and I think uh, some artists try to shortchange that part. They don't get the grind done. They don't pay their dues, and then they try to get straight to the bag, and it doesn't really work like that. Um, so building your name and, and getting to that point, did you get to establish a record deal, or are you still working completely, completely independent? I've had a distribution deal with Empire before. Um, yeah. And, and you know what's crazy? That was through a publishing company. So when I uh, cut ties with the publishing company, that deal kind of went by the wayside. Right. So I've actually just been independent ever since. Nice. 
Nice. And you get great response. You know, you're doing numbers online. So can is that a testament to the hard work and the, and the dues you paid? Or do you think the music's kind of bringing them in from everywhere? Talk to me about that. Both. I think Both. it's I think it's the, the the new music, of course, because they're like, OK, this is a new Carolyn Scott. She said she tired of being tired, baby. She ain't singing no more sad songs. She tired of being tired. We interested. So I think it's that. And it's also the the longevity and the consistency of my old fans. They're like, ooh, it's happening. Ooh, it's happening. You know what I mean? Because they've been watching the whole time. They're like, ooh, she about to blow. We see it. We were here first. Like, it's like yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> it's happening yeah, like that's that. Dope. That's dope. So throughout your career, who have you worked with? Who was who your, your most favorite collaboration, whether it be a producer, an instrumentalist, or a singer, rapper? Who, who's your favorite collab? My favorite collaboration. Oh, I don't know. You don't. I don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. <laughs> um, I don't. Oh, I don't know. Okay, I'm gonna go with RJ. I'm gonna go with my favorite producer. Okay. I'm gonna go with okay. Raphael Johnson. RJ. Nice. RJ produced tired. Okay. Dope. He did. He Dope. produced Dope. tired. So I'm gonna go with RJ. Okay. RJ, it is. That's dope. So if you had a dream honestly, collaboration. The reason why I didn't, the reason why I did, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but the reason why I didn't oh, mention an artist is because honestly, I think I, I got about like maybe three features. I don't have a lot of features right. with artists. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So if you had a dream collab and you could work with anybody dead or alive, no matter the genre, who would it be and why? Dead or alive. Oh, honey, that's yeah, anybody. Not, that's not going to be just one person. No. So <laughs> give me a list. Give me your top five then. Top five. Okay. Frank Sinatra, Billie Holiday. Uh, Al Green. Wow. Um, Alive. Lil Wayne, Wayne. just for hip hop's sake. Yeah. <laughs> for the sake of hip hop. <laughs> uh, and last one. Do I have to do a top five? Why not top ten? But uh, last one, Nikki, because I'm just a fan. I heard that. Okay. <laughs> favorable yeah. mention. Honorable mention. Okay. Okay. So you got a nice list there, and a lot of people would listen to it. You said Frank. You said Billy. Those came out quick. You could kind of say you got an old soul. Is that something that's always been around or, or uh, something you kind of developed? Oh, well, that's something that's always been around. I used to listen to Al Green with my grandmother in the kitchen with my aunt snapping peas. They used to be taking yeah. peas. And I used to, I'm so tired of being alone. And I used to be like, hey, what is that, Nina? <laughs> <laughs> and I used to be singing it with her. I think that's where I got my voice from, because that's all I was listening to was some old songs. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, Just listen to those old records, man. Just... My favorite movie is The Temptations. Like, yeah. I'm an old soul for real. <laughs> okay. Okay. One thing you've been able to do, though, is use new technology to leverage your fans. Talk to us about how important social media is for the career of Miss Carolyn Scott. Oh, God. Um, social media is everything <laughs> yeah. right now. Because if it weren't for social media, you wouldn't even know about me. Because I'm not, like, I don't know. The thing is, in Vegas, I would say, I, I would say that 
I want to venture out more. Yeah. So I've already, you know, hit the Vegas streets. Now I want to do more. So social media has gotten me gigs across the country. Social media is how we're meeting right now. Right now. Social yeah. media is everything really just support. Like even if you can't pay, even if you can't purchase a record, even if you can't pay for it, stream, share, like, repost, all of that matters. Yeah. You know? And it's free. It is. it is. I think I saw this uh, meme on Twitter or some video. It was like, uh, you said you would like to support me, but you don't have the budget. And the girl was like, well, let's talk about your budget. You can share, like, post, and stream for free. <laughs> Uh-oh. Did we freeze? Uh-oh. Let me sit down. We froze. Hello? Did we freeze? I think so. I think we're frozen. I don't know what's happening, DJ. We froze. <laughs> Charlie, we're frozen. Hello? Let me see. I'm gonna have to take that out. I'm gonna have to take that out. That little piece of tooth he still got in there. I'm gonna take that out. Let me see, Mama, Papa. Let me see. Are you okay? Oh, I'm so sorry. Hello? What happened to our interview? We check, back. check, check. We back. Okay. We back. Yeah, we just, just a little quick technical difficulty. I do apologize for that. Um, and, and I kind of lost track of where we were because I panicked. I ain't gonna lie to you. The internet, I said, Oh shoot, I gotta get this thing back rolling. We was rocking out. Um, so I did forget a little bit. I did forget a little bit where we at. Uh, but that's okay. Miss Scott, it's been an electric interview. You've given me some dope answers. Um, I mean, you, you're uh, incredibly uh, gifted in the way that you approach the game and how you talk to people about the game. Um, let me see. Let me fix the mic again. Audio. What is there? Check, check, check. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Perfect. Um, and you have a wealth of experience to talk about, man. So it's dope to be able to connect with you and talk. 
uh, the song is a banger. The tire joint, it, it talks a lot to the emotion um, that I know a lot of women and men out here felt. Uh, everybody's tired of being tired, tired of being yeah. You know, uh, on the wrong side of things. And so I'm very appreciative of having you on the show. It's been super dope. So I got two things I'm going to ask. One, I'm kind of a fat dude. So if I come to Vegas, where do I got to go stop and get something to eat at? If you go to Vegas, you got to stop by DB's, KD Kitchen. Okay. And what they serve? And where I'm from, women like men with some meat on them. Don't be calling yourself fat. I heard that. Midwesterners, boy, y'all be cold in the wintertime. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so make sure you check out DBs. You got to check out, um, you have to check out uh, Sin City Seafood, honey. Okay, you okay. got to check out Sin City Seafood, they have the okay. best lobster bits, the best fried chicken, the best. Like, I love okay. their food. Okay, Sin City Seafood is, and then the second question is if you had anything um, you wanted to leave with the fans, what would it be? Love yourself. Mm. Love mm. yourself. Even even the parts of you that nobody knows about, the parts of you that you don't express. Love yourself, man. Look in the mirror. Even stuff you done been through, the stuff you you've done, you gotta love you in spite of. Mm -hmm. Nobody is perfect. Just love yourself. Facts. These are facts. All right, Miss Scott, where can they find you? Online anywhere. Just spell my name right. <laughs> C A R O L Y N E. Scott S C O T T. Perfect. And you and you opted to you. Is that is that your real name or is that a stage name? That's my name. See? And a lot of people, you giving it to them real. That's why you got the lifelong fans right there. Miss Scott, you are connected, you are respected, and we appreciate your time. Uh, and we're gonna keep checking in. We want to know what's coming next. So if you get around the Midwest, you get back this way, tap in with us. We we can do it again. Oh, I go home all the time, baby. I'm going to Milwaukee soon. Hold on, I'm gonna show you some Milwaukee. You ready? Yes, ma'am. Oh, uh oh, uh oh, oh, she's on the gang signs. Hold on, we got to cut you up on us. Throwing up the gang signs on this show. Look, I'm going to walk on the G. <laughs> I heard that. It was a, it was a pleasure, Miss Scott. We will be tapped in, man. Make sure y'all follow Miss Carolyn Scott on all your favorite social media platforms. Tired is on YouTube. It has been released everywhere. Make sure you check that out as well. Remember, every episode of the Connects Radio Show is powered by BettersBlock.com. Get your buzz up.com. Midwest Mixed Tapes.com, straightofficial.com, the homies, the fleet DJs, the big homies, the nerve DJs, and of course, the Midwest Connects. You know what that means? If you ain't connected, you ain't respected, and all you got to do is tap in with your man at The Real Uncanny on all your favorite social media platforms, man. We're going to keep the pressure high. We're going to do a whole revamp for 2024. We got a couple more interviews to end out the year. We appreciate y'all, and we'll see y'all next week.